Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a J-M-I-E, your 47th favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And today, I'm tackling something that has been hitting me recently. Uh, it's become quite a, kind of an addiction, I guess you could say. And that's retro gaming. Retro gaming is starting... It's starting to make a huge, huge comeback. You know, people are more than ever wanting to play the the Nintendo Entertainment System games, the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Saturn, Dreamcast. You know, it's just become a big, big thing, especially with the releases on the Switch of the uh, Super Nintendo Classics video game and the Nintendo Classic video game. But specifically today, we're going to be talking about the the new phase and new the new trend of retro mini game consoles. We're talking, of course, of the Nintendo Entertainment System Mini, the Super Nintendo Mini, the PlayStation Mini, and the Sega Genesis Mini. And there are going to be some other ones that are going to be released, but I'm just talking right now about the ones I own currently, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the upcoming ones and just a bit about it. So let's just go as I'm going to talk. The first one that started was when Nintendo released the... Nintendo Entertainment Center, the NES mini console. It is a, a miniature version. It is an emulator. All these all these uh, systems are just emulators. They're not the actual games. They're just emulators taking... It, it's the game, but it's not the game, if that makes any sense. You can download a lot of these games on the internet and play them, some legally, some illegally. But nevertheless, they, they play the same. They look the same. They might have a tiny bit of lag compared to what the original was because, again, you're playing on a different kind of system. You're running on a different system. You're running on a different monitor. There, there's a hundred different reasons, but, I mean, it's not like it's bad. It's not like it's super laggy. But when Nintendo said they were coming out with the Nintendo Entertainment System, it had 20 games on it uh, from the original classic library, you know, Bike. It had Super Mario Brothers. It had Ghouls and Goblins or excuse me, Ghouls and Ghosts, and it it's just, it was it was a huge deal, so much so that when it came out, it was $60, and they sold out so quickly, people were buying this, people were flipping it for three, four, five, six hundred $600 or more online, because they were just so much in demand, I didn't get it when it first came out, guys, I, I'll admit it, I, I couldn't find one, I mean, they, were, they were just weren't there, and then Super Nintendo mini came out and they were they they blessed us with that and that was the one that just caught my eyes like I've got to have this because growing up the Super Nintendo Entertainment System was the very first Nintendo or the very first gaming system we ever owned and I remember playing it for hours and hours with my brothers you know pu- putting back and forth playing Mario and playing Mega Man and and all these other games and when it was announced I got super excited I was super excited, and that was the first one I actually bought when it first came out. Again, it was $60. You had 30 games that were in this library, Super Mario World. You had Yoshi's Island, uh, F-Zero, Super Metroid Prime, Kirby, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. You know, and the, the, it goes on and on with the, the, great, just the, the great category of games that this dropped and... When I bought this, I mean, the smile on my face was just insane. Yes, I have a Super Entertainment System. Yes, I have a 
NES. Yes, I have a Genesis. Yes, I have a PlayStation. I have all these normal systems that I have bought, purchased. But the, all these, there's a lot of these games that are either really expensive to buy or just plain hard to find. Uh, Super Metroid, being one of them, is a is an expensive game when it comes. F Zero, you know, these games are not. There's some of them still going for 30, 50 bucks, and also it is it's can get hard to find them in a retro gaming setting without you know looking and going on eBay because I'm one of the ones that while I, if I find one I really want I might buy it off of eBay. I'm one of the ones that likes to hunt in the wild. I like to look for these games and I like to go to shops. I like to go to flea markets, yard sales, and pick them up as I go because to me that's the fun of it. It's it's like collecting. It's a treasure chest sort of thing. And when I got the Super Entertainment System plugged in, and I could tell you playing Super Mario World again, it, it felt like I was a kid again. You know, uh, the the systems themselves are a couple inches wide, a couple inches long. You know, they're they're really small, really tiny, beautiful emulation. The graphics on them look amazing. It looks just like you're playing the game, only this time you're playing on your your big screen, your LCD TV, your HD TV, 4K, whatever it is, you're playing it on that. But I will tell you, you lose a little bit of nostalgia from it, from not playing on the old tube TVs, because it loses a little bit of that graininess, a little bit of that that nostalgia feeling, but nevertheless, it's, it's just a fun time. The collection of games on these two Nintendo systems have been amazing. They they knocked it out of the park. And so after getting the Super Entertainment System and catching all the games I've won and the save features on it where it allows you to save the games that you were playing and go back to them. So I'm finally able to beat Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yes, I finally beat Super Ghouls and Ghosts, guys. You don't understand how big of a deal that was to be able to actually beat this game that has tortured me since I was a child. Beating Super Mario World again, Yoshi's Island. It just, it's it's fun to be able to pick up these games and go back to them without actually having to go and look for them. Again, I know some people, some purists don't like it. They they say that you know that it's not the original. You got lag here, you got lag there. The lag is minimal, and it's not like a lag lag. It's it's basically it might not be as fluent as it was on the cartridge. But again, you're dealing with an emulation you're dealing with an emulator you're dealing with someone taking the game putting it on a disc or a you know a hard drive and going with it instead of playing it from a console which runs at the same frame per second that it was meant to run at however after getting the super entertainment system that's when i went and bought me the nintendo entertainment system after they re-released the nintendo entertainment system and again playing excite bike Playing Metroid on that on the regular Nintendo, playing the Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, playing all these games that you know you would play with your child, and being able to actually beat these games is a big deal. A lot of these games growing up, they were hard. Uh, Nintendo had this thing; it was called Nintendo Hard, where these games were made for children, but these games were anything but children's games. I mean, they were. The, the Ghouls and Goblins, Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, these games alone are some of the hardest games in video game history. Super Ghouls and Ghosts is the easiest one, and it still took me 30 plus years to beat. You know, that that's how difficult these games can actually have been, and they made them difficult, and just the beauty of them. You know, the, these are these are mostly drawn out games. Uh, Yoshi's Island being the main one, the aesthetics of it are just gorgeous as it's hand drawn and looks just beautiful 
on the backdrop that is given. But then it, it seems like when this happened, all of a sudden everybody wanted to jump into the game because next up we had PlayStation decided that they were going to do it and PlayStation announces the PlayStation Mini. Now, the PlayStation was a revolutionary game system. It was it went to CD, it was the first true, I guess you could say 64-bit even though it was running on CD. It brought animation, that live action like a DVD type thing, low screen. I mean, it was it changed the game. It truly did to where everybody now except for the Nintendo Switch is using CD based because you can hold more data, you can have more input into it, and you can actually have live action movement on these games. So PlayStation announces, and it just it's everybody gets excited because the PlayStation again was so revolutionary, and there's so many great library of games that are for the PlayStation. You know that people were speculating, you know, what games are going to be on it, what games aren't going to be on it. Uh, you know, what are they going to do? And this one, when PlayStation released it, they rushed in. PlayStation rushed to get into the mini system and especially to have it out before Christmas. It was going to be $80 and it didn't have that many games to it. I mean, now there are games that I enjoyed. It had the Siphon Filter game. It had Metal Gear Solid. It had Grand Theft Auto, the original. It had games like this that I, I really enjoyed growing up and I play them now. But other than that, it's... The, the the whole library that they put on the system was kind of lackluster and it didn't have a lot of fanfare. Nintendo they also PlayStation also did weird to where when you buy the when you buy the Nintendo systems, it comes with two controllers, it comes with the system itself, an HDMI cable, it comes with your power cord, which is a micro USB cable, and your power adapter that plugs your micro USB cord into the into the wall well playstation gave you all this except they didn't give you the block to plug your usb cord in because they said that you probably already have a hundred of these lying around so why do you need another one well it's simple because i bought the system and it needs it to run i do have another one but i shouldn't have to unplug my phone or unplug any other you know thing that's plugged into one of these blocks to plug in your system that's just cheap and you're skimping on it and you're charging me 80 bucks 80 bucks you're already more expensive than the both the super nintendo and the nintendo entertainment system minis you haven't given me as good at games and you've just basically given me a taken out a part that's necessary to play and make me use one that i already have that's fine whatever it's a small thing but then you get it. The controllers look amazing. They're set up just like the PlayStation, but they don't have the DualShock Rumble controllers. There's no rumble in it. There's no DualShock analog sticks. It's just the basic, basic PlayStation controller. The whole thing with the PlayStation, I remember, even when we got it, it came with the DualShock analogs. Now, maybe that was something different. I don't know. Maybe not everybody had them, but I know, remember, when we got our PlayStation, it came with the dual analog stick controllers. Why didn't PlayStation put it in there? Well, it would have cost more. PlayStation was trying to cut costs so much to jump into this, and they thought that people were just so into it that they were going to buy it. I spent my 80 bucks. I spent a lot of money on this. And now you can buy them for damn 20 or 30 bucks. 
Nobody wanted them. These these were the worst reviewed ones out of any of the retro gaming classic minis. Now, the problem with it is is the polygon type games of the PlayStation. When you look on the HD screens, didn't they never look great? But the, you can actually see a lot more flaws when you're putting on an HD screen. That's a, just a nitpicky thing again. That didn't matter to me. A lot of people said they're experiencing a lot of lag and it's not as fluent. Yeah, it's a might be a little off, but I'm not noticing anything too severe on the gameplay or the emulation. You know, maybe I'm just not that 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 astute to attention to detail. I don't know, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I just think PlayStation rushed it out. They didn't put a library because of their vast library. They could have put many a games on there. Spyro's not on there. The uh, Crash Bandicoot games are not on there. You know, Tomba's not on there. There's a hundred games that they could have put on this system and made it a thousand times better and i think because they released the crash bandicoot series and the spyro series you know re-released them on playstation 4 they didn't want to put them on here because they didn't want people to not buy that but this is what the playstation was you have a lot of of games that we grew up with that should have been on the system and you didn't put that many on there that people wanted to play or should have played and it, it hurt because now you see PlayStation dropped the ball on it, and it did not sell well. And I don't know if we'll get another PlayStation 1, but I will say this. If PlayStation does decide to do a PlayStation 2 release, and they actually get the game library right, guys, it's going to be a whole different ball game. Because the PlayStation 2 is the number one selling console in history. The PlayStation 2 has some of the best games in history. They have a lot to work with on that if they decide to go down that road. And I hope they do because a PlayStation 2 Mini would be amazing. But I think Sony might be a little bit weary considering that they, they rushed this into production, didn't take it seriously. They just thought the market would be there. And the market's there, but only if you if, if you give them what they want. And you didn't really give the people what they want. Again, I enjoy it. It's got games on it that I love to play. And I, I I've been playing it. I enjoy the hell out of it. I'm not a big as big a hater as a lot of people online are. As you know me, guys, I'm not that hard to please. I'm a fairly easy to please guy. And you give me a few games that I enjoy. There's a lot of games I wish that were on it. But this isn't, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I didn't pick the library. Maybe it has something to do with paying royalties to certain game developers. I don't know. But PlayStation is definitely the worst of the worst when it comes to these minis so far. I haven't played them all. There's a few of them we'll get into. But... So far, for the ones I own, I own four classic mini retro gaming systems, and PlayStation is the worst of the worst of the ones I own. Then, I find out recently that Sega is going to be releasing the Sega Genesis Mini. Now, At Games has released two or three different versions of a retro Sega Genesis console. It had built-in games. It had 30 or so built-in games and you could actually play your cartridges in those systems and play them the problem with them was is they fucking sucked the emulation was super slow they didn't have the best quality on it and a lot of times when you try to play certain games it would crash the whole system the last at games retro game console they brought out had you know they had wireless controllers but instead of bluetooth they were run off infrared and unless you were standing directly in front of the system at all it didn't work and I don't want to have to be looking directly at the system. I might be looking to the side. I might be looking to the left or the right, standing up, sitting down. You know, it, it, it's it's ridiculous for that to have to be. So I'd have to plug a normal 
PlayStation or Sega Genesis controller into the system, which luckily did fit. I never bought one of these games. I was tempted, but you know what? Just something told me don't do it because I, I don't know why. I just I just like I something about this feels cheap and I don't like it. And I'm glad I did because then Sega Genesis releases the Sega Genesis Mini, and it has been fantastic. It's the newest release, two controllers with actually a cable that's more than two foot long. That's a big problem I had with the uh, Mini, SNES Mini and the NES Mini was their controller cores were really, really short. These give you a decent length. You can play well. It looks like the retro generation one Sega Genesis console. It even has the volume control button on it, which doesn't do anything. It's just there for purely aesthetics. But it looks cool as hell to be able to do. This has a library of 40 games. It is 80 bucks, so it is more expensive than the Super NES or the NES. And it's about the same price as the PlayStation was when it came out. But you're getting 40 games, and you are getting a lot of stuff. You're getting Sonic 1 and 2. They didn't have Knuckles. They didn't have 3. You got Sonic Pinball. You're getting Mega Man The Wily Wars, which is Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. You know, you get uh, comics. You get Virtual Fighter. You're getting Altered Beast. You're getting Echo the Dolphin, which was a, it's a weird game playing it and seeing that. You're getting... You're getting At Boy. You, you get a lot of, of PlayStation games that people grew up with. Strider is on this. If you've never played Strider, Strider is a fantastic, fun game. You're getting Shinobi 3. You're getting Streets of Rage 3. You're getting a, a great category and a great collection of Sega Genesis games that are from different genres. Now, I will say this. There are games that are missing, and it's, you know, a, a lot of EA Sports games aren't on this there's one EA sports game or EA game, Electronic Arts game. I heard that's a lot to do with um, the rights given, you know, and getting rights from the developer. But you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. the The entire gameplay is fluent. It is beautifully done. It looks just like you're playing, just like the Super Nintendos and the M Nintendo Minis. And this retro gaming, th th this whole thing is fun. This is for people who maybe grew up with it or just want to get back into it. Or if you're introducing kids, I got my nephew a uh, Super Nintendo Mini for Christmas last year. And he, he enjoys it because it, it's sharing with him games that I grew up with and his dad grew up with. And, and you know, it's, it's bringing those children into that style of game. Because kids today are growing up on these 3D animations and everything's looking realistic. And, you know, 84 gigabytes, 300 gigabytes to start it to load a game. It takes you six hours to load the game before you can even play the game. This takes you back to the day you put the thing in, you put the cartridge in, hit the on button, and you're off and playing. It wasn't this whole, you know, we got to wait four hours or three hours or six hours or even 24 hours to load a game to play it. I play it the moment I get home. I pop it in, and I'm off to the races, losing myself in this world of fun and imagination. Now granted, like I said, this you don't get the exact... When it comes to all these minis, you're not getting the exact gameplay. It's an emulator, like I'm, I've stressed, so it's not the exact game. The frames per second are probably a little slower than what they normally would be. But it's all beautifully done. The borders, when you're picking your games, you're getting the box art, which is amazingly cool. The Sega Genesis has this cool thing to where... 
you can change it when you're seeing all the box art. You can hit one of the buttons and it flips it, and it's like you're picking the game out, you know, sideways. Like when you have your games lined up in the box, you get to pick from the box, which is a, a cool little feature to me. I thought that was really cool to see. And this, this, the retro gaming brings me back to a time when I was younger and, you know, playing with my brothers and my mom and dad watching us. And it just, it, it brings back that nostalgic feeling that I'm so glad we're getting right now. And I'm so glad we're being able to share with a, a younger generation and let them see what games used to be and how, how beautiful they were when they were, they were drawn and they weren't, you know, everything wasn't so digitally done and mastered and clean and cut it's when it's a little rough around the edges and it just it's beautiful platforming games shooting games contra we're getting to play contra again guys contra is on all three of these systems sega genesis it got contra hardcore you got super c which is contra one on the nes and the super nes has got contra three fucking amazing guys like some of the hardest games you'll ever play are on these systems and we're getting them now now, like I said, PlayStation, I don't think we're going to actually get a PlayStation 2. We might. There's been rumors for an N64 Mini, and that's the one I am super looking forward to if they do. And I'm pretty sure Nintendo will do it eventually because the first two have done such great gangbuster numbers. Why wouldn't they release it? It's just getting the, getting the games down right for that one because while there's a lot of great games for the NES, for the uh, Nintendo 64, there's also a lot of shit games for the N64, and so they would have to actually wade through the BS and get the games that people want to see, and maybe a couple of the bad ones because there's a there's a big thing. Superman 64 is a terrible game, but there is a group of people that love the game because it's so bad. So you got to look for stuff like that. Um, apparently, the Neo Geo has released a mini or is in production of releasing a mini, depending on who you look. It's going to look in the retro style of a arcade system that hooks into the TV. So you're getting the Neo Geo, but it's on an arcade type cabinet uh, system. And we're getting next year in February a Turbo Graphics 16. Turbo Graphics 16. The Turbo Graphics 16 I've never played. I've watched many videos on it. I've seen it. I've always wanted one, but they are super hard to find and really expensive when you do find them. And to get a Turbo Graphics Mini to be able to play games because there are a lot of good games for the Turbo Graphics, and I'm super excited about that, and I will be buying that. Apparently, that one's going to be around a hundred bucks to buy, I believe, but it's so worth it just to be able to, to play games that I legitimately never got to play. I didn't know anybody who owned a Turbo Graphics. I never saw one in real life when I was a kid growing up. I just heard about it, so it will be fun to actually see that and see how it goes from there uh atari is, is supposed to be is ta talking about releasing a mini of the atari 2600 and those games with there's been a million atari 2600 you know emulating type systems out there but if atari actually released one or whoever owns the rights to atari actually released one that would be a really cool collection to any any collector's guide that's out there there's a commodore 64 mini that's on its way which that's a strange one to me I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know how that's going to pull it off. But, you know, just to be able to go back to that retro gaming again, Commodore 64 was before me. Never played a Commodore 64. I've never honestly seen a Commodore 64 in real life. So to be able to see that would be cool, and I definitely would buy that. Now, as far as Sega goes, I don't know if Sega's going to go another one. I don't know if we're going to get a Sega Saturn because of how poorly that was received. 
more than likely we'll get, if Sega does another one, we'll get a Sega, either a Sega Master System Mini, which is the original Sega system, or what I would really love was a Dreamcast. Dreamcast was ahead of its time. It was a great, great system. I loved it. It had its flaws, but it was the first one I knew that you could plug into the internet. It had a great little library of games. It wasn't extensive, but the games I played, it had probably my favorite Sonic game ever on the in any form was on the Sega Dreamcast and I really hope we get a Dreamcast mini because the Dreamcast again was just a system that it was right for them to go out on it was their last system Sega did and while it never got the love and respect it deserves I thought it played off well and so I really hope we get a a Sega Dreamcast mini I don't know if that's going to be in the cards. Uh, it might be a hard sell, but for people like me and people who have had the Dreamcast and love the Dreamcast, I think it would work. I doubt we'll ever get an Atari Jaguar or anything like that, but they're just retro gaming is coming back, guys, and that's the main point of this. These minis are to not only bring people like me and you, the people who grew up with these systems, into the you know, being able to play these games again and not having to pay you know 100 bucks for this console again and go out and pay 50 bucks for this game and 50 for this and 10 for this and 20 for this and 30 for this. It's collecting all these games together. So you're getting that nostalgia feeling of playing a game you grew up with. And also, again, like I said, it's sharing it with a newer generation of kids who don't know anything about these games, who didn't know, you know, who play Borderlands, who play Gears of War, who play these games that are hyper-realistic and, you know, are so rendered and polished. It's nice to take them back to a game that's not polished, like Super Mario World or Sonic or anything like that, and let them play it and let them see not only that they're difficult, but they're fun. That's the part of these games that I love is that they might be hard. They might still drive me crazy to play, and I just I, I just sometimes want to throw a controller against the wall, but it's all fun, and I love these games, and they just have that, that feeling for me. And so I'm really excited to see the retro gaming minis and the retro gaming just coming back in general. For the generations of people that are involved in it. So thank you to Nintendo. Thank you to PlayStation. Thank you to Sega for all of this. And I can't wait to see what else we get. Because I feel with this market being so high. We're going to get a lot of retro gaming system minis that are on their way. Now if you're ranking these again. Like I said PlayStation. I own four. PlayStation is the weakest one of the two. Or it's, the, it's the weakest one of them period. Next up number three would be the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's nothing against it. It's nothing bad. The games are fun. The games are old school, and they bring you back. I just, the other two are just ahead of it because that was the time I was there. Number two is the Sega Genesis Mini. Great games, bringing nostalgia back. I never owned a Sega. I was not a Sega person. It's not that I didn't want to be a Sega person. I just, we couldn't have one. You got one or the other, and we got the Super Nintendo. So Sega is the number two for me. And number one, of course, is the Super Nintendo Mini, the Super Entertainment System. I mean, I grew up with it, guys. This is the, That was my childhood. Those games were my childhood. And I love every bit of it. And that just, it brought that nostalgia feeling back to where I felt like a kid at Christmas playing them. And I, I just, excited, happy, and it just brings me back to a simpler time. And I, and I just love it. So there's my picks, there's my rants, there's my talk, and my my views on retro gaming as I feel that it's on the incline now. It's ascending to the highest it's ever been. All these systems are in demand again. People are wanting to play them again. 
everything comes full circle and eventually it'll die back down but for right now enjoy the retro gaming enjoy what you grew up with because it's a great time to be alive to be able to play these and enjoy these again and remind us of simpler times in our childhoods and family and friends thank you all for your love and support thank you for listening to this podcast guys follow me on twitter at nerdpool pod follow me on instagram at nerdpool podcast follow me on twitch at nerdpool gaming you guys have been amazing. You always are. So until next time, that's Nerdpool. See ya. You are now listening to Nerdpool Podcast. Only enjoy the stats.